Welcome to Comedians Interviewing Musicians. You're listening to the audio version of the live streaming podcast from Austin, Texas. This is Season 4, Episode 55, recorded on September 18th, 2018, live from the Tequila 512 Casita with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Claude Rainey. Our musical guest is Tom Meany. But first, we have a not-so-secret little club to tell you about, where you can get access to exclusive content, merch, your own spotlight on the show, and of course more for as little as $1 a month. Join our community of patrons that make this show so possible. Sign up at cimp.live. That's cimp.live. Thank you for supporting live music. And remember, give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's comedians interviewing musicians. You're live from the 512 Tequila Casita. Tequila 512. Tequila 512. I don't even know. Apparently, I've had some. Um, <laughs> my name good. is Becky Jo Neal. I'm Claude Ramey. Thank you for joining us on Comedians Interviewing Musicians. We have a very special guest tonight. Um, would you like to introduce our guest, Claude? I would love to. Uh, go ahead and give a round of applause for our musician tonight, Tom Many. I'm a simple man It's a hard place to start I want to get on your radar Make my mark And I can take it slow Oh, step it up Want to learn your hopes and dreams And the things you love And then when you're ready for a little Open up your mind so I can stand a chance and I'll bend over backwards for you. Bend over backwards for you. I want to take you to my favorite place. There's a dancing bear, bright lights in an old arcade. No, it don't cost much. That ain't what you're after. You just need a little understanding and a lot more laughter. Then when you're ready for a little romance, just open up your mind so I can stand a chance and I'll bend over back. backwards for you And if you're taking applications positions of the heart Here's my resume girl let me know when I can start Let me know when I can start I'll bend over backwards for you Bend over
I heard that little riff in Thank there. Mm-hmm. I heard that. There was soul there. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tom. Uh, thanks again, 512, for having us at the amazing Casita. I hope Facebook, I hope you can see the floating unicorn in the swan in the back. I really wanted to have people swimming in the background so we could pretend we're MTV VJs. Oh, okay. we have takers. No. I mean, I don't own the place, so yeah, hop in. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep talking, and all of a sudden, it's just going to be like some dude soaring into a belly flop in the background. <laughs> like, there we go. I thought, honestly, the unicorn in the swan, like, we were both talking about it, like, Unicorn Swan. Swan. Team they Swan. Knew. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Scott, for having us here. He was at the bar pouring some delicious tequila and also Nine Band of Whiskey. Shout out to them as being our sponsor as well. Yep. Uh, Tom, thank you so much for joining us on this particularly beautiful afternoon. It's my pleasure. Uh, you were earlier tuning and setting up, but in your bio, you talk about non standard, non standard tuning. Yeah. What does that mean? I, um, I don't tune my guitar like most folks. Uh, uh, and it's probably boring for people that don't play guitar, but I, I most people uh, have standard E-tuning, and I use uh, what's called a double-drop D-tuning, which is these two strings are tuned a little lower than normal, so I can have a little bit more of a bass uh, note in my chords. But all the rest of the strings are the same note yeah. they would normally be? Mm-hmm. Huh. Correct. Okay. Non-standard. Yeah. Fancy. Non-standard. I just had to figure that out. I know. I was wondering that too. Nothing, yeah. It sucks when you're in a band and you're trying to explain to them <laughs> what uh-huh. chords when you don't know the chords and they can't look at your fretboard and see. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to be difficult. I get it. <laughs> uh, it's well, speaking of bands, like you know, plenty of musicians that we've had on the show before. Uh, you just did a show with Jamie Harris. We've had her before, and, and yep, shout out to Jamie Harris. We love her. Uh, but also, you're good friends with Ray Prim and. Before, before we have this little moment, like I don't know, you, y'all might be friends with him or follow them. Like this was a really funny thing that happened this week. But do you have any questions that you want us to ask him when we interview him at the Velveeta <laughs> Room next month? I would say ask him while he was in London. Uh huh. If um, he enjoyed the famous breakfast. <laughs> I was so <laughs> hoping. I really wanted. I talked to him about this before this. Will you tell Facebook and the world how you trolled Ray Prim, the great? Amazing, talented Ray Prim, but very vulnerable Get and gullible. Get Brooks to ask him that, and he won't. Don't tell him what the backstory is. Oh yeah, I'm just getting yelled yeah. at. Yeah. Oh please, <laughs> please tell the world what happened <laughs> about the breakfast tacos. Please. Well, uh, Ray Prim, if you don't know, is a local. Zach Brooks, uh, stop watching. I want it to be a surprise. <laughs> Precursor. He's a local singer-songwriter. He also has a, a band, like a seven-piece band, very incredible band. But he's a good friend of mine, and he actually took me under his wing many years ago and got me to start playing shows and. Um, but we've become good friends, and so I played a little prank on him, I, and we do that from time to time. But he happens to be in London, and uh, he texted me very early uh, a few days ago and um, was telling me about this. I don't remember the district, but some location in London. And for some reason, I told him that that particular location is very famous for their breakfast tacos. <laughs> and uh, so, I, and to make it more real, I was like, but they don't use tortillas, of course. I was like, of course. <laughs> yeah. They use crispy, some kind of crispy bread. And then I made a post on Facebook, and I told all of our mutual friends to... Uh, you know, ask Ray where he's at, and then when he tells you, tell him, man, have you seen the the Anthony Bourdain special that when he was there and he had the <laughs> breakfast tacos? So Ray was looking for breakfast tacos in that area for at least a day, um, and I've just, it, just, it's magnificent to think about the look on their face when he's this Americans asking them with about the crispy bread. <laughs> yeah, where's the breakfast it's a taco? Tacos? Chrissy Brett. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to message him, but he's going to be on the show, and I didn't want him to hit me <laughs> when I got there. <laughs> no, that would have been super great. Um, speaking of working or knowing other Austin musicians, wh- how 
important is it to you, I guess, to like have a sort of community where you work and produce music? Uh, well, this is a good example of that. I mean, I'm on this show, I believe, because of somebody that was on here before. And I, I don't know who it was, but I know like four people who have yeah. done this show. And I think maybe somebody referred me or whatever. But it's things like that that are uh, what make a community like this uh, important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's more than one circle of musicians. Like I'm more of a singer-songwriter-y um, they would throw me in kind of a folk Americana if they had to throw me into a circle. And so there's that circle, but those circles all kind of overlap with other circles. So, um, you know, for the most part, I know uh, quite a bit of the musicians in this town and we share venues and share booking information. And, when, you know, if I think this person would be great at that venue, then I refer them or recommend them. Friends. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everybody who's come through here has been like, oh, yeah, I knew so-and-so was on your show. Yeah. It's a very tight-knit yeah. community. Um, you also run a, a podcast about singer-songwriter. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> so like dabble in it. I what was the name of that podcast again? I forgot. The, uh, the Tom Meany podcast? The Tom Meany singer-songwriter <laughs> podcast? That was it, yes. Yeah. Ah, I always forget. The great The Tom Meany singer-songwriter <laughs> podcast. Okay. Claire. Very few episodes, but when I, when the, you know, when something strikes me as, as important, then I share it. But um, I'm not funny enough to sustain a podcast for There are long, plenty of unfunny people <laughs> that sustain <yeah>. podcasts. <laughs> but when I have a, a good topic, I'll, I'll right. share some info. Yeah. What's it like? What, what does it have to be to be a good topic for you? Um, well, like um, I, a couple years ago, started to notice that people don't buy CDs a whole lot anymore because yeah. they don't have cars with CD players anymore and <laughs> laptops don't have CD players anymore. So I started um, buying USB drives and putting all my albums on those. And um, so I did a podcast on which ones are the best prices, how, how big of a CD, how big of a thumb drive you need, how to load the files onto it and how to, you know, kind of talk them up during a show. That's a really tough thing about lis yeah. just listening to music now, because like so many things don't have a CD drive. Used yeah. to, you would buy a CD and that would be yours, but right. now, like yeah. to buy it through iTunes or through Google, like it's still like owned by a corporation. Right. Like you're and sort of like you're tangible. like renting an MP3 from Apple. Yeah. Right. It's like tangible on all your devices, but uh -huh. it's not. It's still like floating around. You're just like, Shoop. yeah, baby got back. No, that's not. <laughs> I don't know why. You that paid was the ninety nine cents for baby got back on iTunes. Did anyone? Voluntarily pay for no. <laughs> um, do you did you have any like really really funny awesome guests on your show? No, I, ha I well I did. This is my second go round with this podcast. It's actually um, I had like fourteen episodes and I scratched them all and and started over. But the only guest I ever had was Ray Prim. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, the only guest. You nobody have. wants to drive to Buda. So <laughs> drive to yeah. Buda. Well, like, well, yeah. What is what is it like? I guess like. You're from Buda. Right. Well, I'm from Austin, but I've lived in Buda the last eight years. It's only 15 miles away from downtown yeah. Austin. Yeah. I was Googling Buda trivia, uh, <laughs> like researching for this interview. Claude oh. is Google trivia. Um, yeah. It's true. Tri uh, if you have trivia for me, I'm... I know oh, yeah, we'll get to Buda. it. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> After the show, Facebook. Um, <laughs> speaking of Facebook, if you would like to ask any questions, please feel free to type them into the web box with the thing and the typey numbers. Mm -hmm. It pops up right from here, right uh -huh. on here. Facebook is uh, always a cloud. Um, it's so empty right now. It's true. Talk to us. <laughs> um, 
any like terrible like bad things happen on the podcast other than scratching them all in a hundred years from now they're gonna be like we've found we've uncovered these 14 episodes no <laughs> that's the cool thing a hundred years from now like that's what they dig up yes <laughs> well why not what Rejected else are they gonna podcasts. dig up yeah, fidget not. spinners I don't know yeah. like disgusting elements of human culture like no I find a good podcast a fidget spinner <laughs> You recently as, bought one? As merch. It was somebody's merch. It's <gasps> like, fine. Well, this is my time to that's buy a smart. fidget spinner. But, uh, yeah, there's that's the cool thing about podcasts. I, you, you know, especially if you do it by yourself. You yeah. you have um, total control, and it never happened if, if you don't want it to happen. So. Well, follow-up question, because you were saying someone was doing fidget spinners for merch. We actually have a, a question. If uh-huh. money was not from Facebook, I was gonna ask but um, if money was no object and you could create any type of merch for your fans, what would it be? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's no so uh, many markets you could just... Uh, I mean, inflatable chance. unicorns. Uh, <laughs> they're doing well. Yeah. Clearly. Uh, they look like they're trying to avoid us. I'm not taking it personally, but... They didn't sign the disclosure. To oh, that's why. Mind. Okay, anyways... I had time to think. I now don't know who. I need to know who asked that question because I. I oh, Chris. Okay. I don't know. I'm ones. glad you knew. I was like, I don't know. It's in the little thing. Mm-hmm. I just do what it tells me. You know, I've I really haven't thought a whole lot about merch. Really, yeah. I I don't have shirts. I've never had shirts, and I've been doing this like eight or nine years. I've got three CDs out. Um, shirts are probably a good idea, but. Um, in a fantasy world, if money were no object, what kind of merch would I? Oh, don't guitars have like a little clip you can put on the fret to change the tune? Uh, like a capo? You could you Maybe could make cheap, one of those uh, that turns it into your janky tuning. The janky tuning—that's a go. better way. Of that's the uh, not technical terms. I'm sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> weird. The weird tuning. No, I the like the double. That. What was it? The double D. Double drop double D. D. Double drop yeah. D. Yeah, yeah double drop D capos. Right, there's a whole market on that one. Yeah. You can double drop D and then they click on your double website and you're yeah. <laughs> get doubledropd.com and just how many people are like this isn't what I was looking for <laughs> yeah that's totally true I mean I've, I've, I have stickers of me in a ranch bath like I hope people think that it's something that it's not and then click on my website that shit gets clicks uh. <laughs> speaking of social media presence is that like important to you is that it is I, I'm because I'm kind of a needy person I mean <laughs> I think it hurts me in some ways though like I, for some reason I think when you think about bands that were really successful back in the day, at least back in my day, you guys are all young people, but uh, you'd have to stand in line all night to get tickets for a concert or stand in line all night to get a CD or tape. And uh, when I was young, like I would wait for magazines to come out Mm -hmm. so I could read about my favorite band or whatever, but now everything is out there and it makes you less like of a mystery to people. Yeah. So I think f- I hurt myself because I post way too much, and it's always bull crap, just <laughs> silly blah. And uh, I think after a while, people, um, they get too familiar with you, and so they don't take you as seriously. But um, it is important. You know, you have to promote, and that's really the way you do it. Some of the venues around town require um, I'm getting right. eaten up, so if, if I'm not, and like, twitchy off. or anything, I'm not <laughs> having a, a some kind of reaction. Like but um, they require that you do social media yeah. in when they book you. So, very Oop. important. We have the rescue. Ah, there we go. Is there deet in this? All right, I'm going to give you guys that are watching a very, very cool um, lesson if you <laughs> play guitar. Deet eats through the, the guitar. 
and I had a very expensive John Mayer Martin guitar uh, that I ruined because I didn't know that, and I sprayed deep, and there was just these little pock marks huh. that you couldn't get out, but... Wait, guitars we on our skin. Guitars specifically because they're made of wood, like Any, woods everywhere. Anything with uh, like a oh, like finish. The, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. No, so the I'll just, just has it out for music. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the footloose church dad of, of bug sprays. pesticides. I don't know what <laughs> metaphor we're going with. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, would you like to sing a song? I sure would. Um, Give it up five one two for Tommen. All right, so let me tell you the story of this song. This is, uh, we're talking about Facebook. So this is a, uh, a song that came out of a Facebook fight that I had a few months ago or several months ago, kind of around the, uh, the election time, but it wasn't regarding politics. And uh, this fight, the, the last kind of few lines of the post was somebody calling me creepy. And it wasn't someone I knew. It was like a friend of a friend. And um, I, I try so hard to not be creepy, like for hours a day, I, I think about that in ways that I can not come off creepy. And so it kicked me in the stomach. And um, I didn't go out and say, hey, I'm going to write a song about this. It just kind of happened. And when I was thinking about it, um, the idea of one of the very famous murals in this town uh, kind of popped in my head, and I merged the two things together. And uh, made this song. So there's a little kind of a shout out to uh, artist Daniel Johnston. Some people say that I look funny. I must not be from around this place. skin and buggy eyes and I'm from outer space I'm from outer space the heads are down as they cross the road so I feel like I'm just wasting smiles and no one said a word at all and I've been wandering around Wandering round for miles, oh, where I come from, we won't ignore that you exist, this could have been your worst day. So when our paths cross, I will always say hi, how were you? If you 
cross me on the street. I promise I don't mean you any harm, no. That has everything to do with how I was raised. Cause I got Southern Martian charm. I got Southern Martian charm. Oh, where I come from, we won't ignore that you exist. This could have been your worst day. So when our paths cross, I will always say hi. difference in the world makes all the difference in the world makes all the difference thank you all right keep it going 512 for Tom Meany Gorgeous. I like that. Um, just a quick shout out. We have some patron VIPs in the house. I do believe we've got Ray, Dan, and Sharon. Shout out to you. Thank you so much for showing up. We love you so much. Mm -hmm. um, then we also have a small shout out to uh, Shannon Curtis. We were talking about her before we got on here. She's involved somewhat. And she's a good friend of Chris's and the show. Shout out to her. Appreciate you. Um, she's a badass. Yeah. Like total badass. Like, what did you call her? The Godfather the of Godfather house concerts. Of house concerts. Yeah. Hmm. Do you like you're playing in according to your website an unknown venue in a couple of weeks? Is Those it are like house shows? Yeah. The house shows. Yeah, you have to. You can't really. Um, although they're house shows, some of them um, are very well known. Yeah. Like they're a series, so they'll have really, really good artists come in. Um, but they can't advertise uh, publicly because of um, the royalty companies, ASCAP mm -hmm. and BMI. So when an artist, when you see on an artist's private show, it's because they're playing a house show. Yeah. Which and those are the best. I mean, right? House shows are the best. Why do you? What is what is your reasoning behind? Well, you know, in my uh, genre, um, man, I am getting tore up. I know um, my legs look like some sort of medical condition <laughs> right now. <laughs> In, in my genre, um, you know, the the average age is a little higher, right? So the people that want to come see me don't necessarily want to go to 6th Street, for sure, and, and, and really not Rainy Street either. But And my music isn't conducive to those kind of environments, you know. Um, so listening rooms really are the best for yeah. me. So a house show, um, some of these houses are beautiful, and they fit 50 people or 100 people. I've played 180 house show before. Some of these people get so serious that they their house is constructed as a venue. It's like right. the bottom is a venue and the top is a house. And the guests, the, the musicians, get to stay in the house. And wow. the, the hosts go to their other house, right? But um, the people well, that good come... good for them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the people that come are very engaged. They're... they're they're there to hear music. 
Um, usually there's good food. Either they'll cater it or there'll be a potluck. Um, but for the artist, you know, if, if there's a 20 to $25, I've played a $35 suggested um, donation um, at the door, and you got 50 people that show up, well, that, that beats me playing some bar downtown where there are eight people that paid five bucks to get in. Right, you know? yeah. True. So I just I just love the the connection. I love that uh, they sign up. Usually they'll buy a CD or something, but they'll sign up on my mailing list, and they are actively involved in following me where I go. Yeah. So. Uh, do you have any like I know you played a lot of like house shows, but you've also done like Kerrville, mm -hmm. and you're doing Dripping Springs mm -hmm. in October. Yeah. Do you have any like festival hacks, like those annoying things you see? Festival on? hacks. Yeah, like. like the best way to survive this yeah. or whatever. Okay, so Kerrville, um, get a hotel, right? <laughs> Don't be a hippie, right? Um, I always get a hotel in Kerrville. I love those folks, though, but um, it's way too hot. Every year it, it rains and floods. Um, so when it's not hot, it is flooding. So I just jump in my ride and go 15 minutes down the road. Um, but Kerrville is really cool. I never thought that I would be a Kerrville-type person until mm -hmm. I entered this new folk competition a few years back. Yeah. Um, because I didn't think that I was a folk person. But really, the umbrella of acoustic music, all of that is Kerrville. So yeah. you don't have to be Peter, Paul, and Mary. I mean, there are great, like, Jamie Harris, you know, is mm -hmm. not that, uh, is, like, Kerrville's newest daughter. Like, they just love her, right? Right. So, um, if you're going to Kerrville, my suggestion is uh, get a hotel. Dripping Springs is an awesome new songwriters festival that's happened. This is the fifth year. It's the fifth year that I've been in it. It's cool because you can drive there and drive back home in 40, you know, it's 40 minute drive from here. Um, but you'll see 40 different singer songwriters from around the world. Um, and it's just, and it's free. So, can't so beat why that. the hell not? Yeah, you can't beat that. And it's in October. So it's usually not 100 degrees. Usually, yeah. <laughs> well, could be. It could be, but it's not usually. Right. Um, you're also good friends with Wendy Kalana, who's uh, been yeah, on the I show. Yeah, I played her uh, house kind of series. They have a tips concerts. So that's a cool. Gig. It is. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. Plus, I pretty much I follow her for her music, and also her baby is adorable. If you don't already <laughs> follow her on Instagram, <laughs> whoo, that's a cute baby. Yeah. Do you have any funny Wendy stories? I, I was don't, uh, well, you know, what's cool, so I didn't really know her, I knew of her, and then, you know, I'm, I live in Buda, and then I found out, like, her and I have been living right down the street from each other. This what? whole time I've been off the mic, I guarantee nobody that's watching on Facebook has heard a word I said, and I just <laughs> realized that. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't really have any great stories yet, but there's still a lot of time to be for continued, that. Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Someday. Uh, do you have any, like dream unconventional venues you'd like to play uh yeah i would love to play someday somehow um the uh, the paramount but Ooh, yeah. you know i know the reality of that it's like somebody that i know is gonna get a gig there and they're gonna say hey um maybe you can sing like background vocals with <laughs> nine other people that may be my <laughs> only way to do it but i'll take it i mean why not ride the coat yeah <laughs> you're gonna go for it do it right I, who cares uh would you like to sing a couple more songs for us? I sure would. Solid. Give All it right. up, 512, for Tom Meany. All right, let me think about this. All right, so um, a few years back, I was uh, working, and uh, at the, the end of my work day, wasn't feeling so hot, and it wasn't like... Uh, 
your average not feeling so hot. It was something that uh, I knew that I needed to get to a doctor like real quick. So I drove myself from Buda to Kyle, which is about a seven-minute drive, and I got to the uh, Seton Medical Center there, and they kept me there for about eight days. And while I was there, uh, they gave me a nice little open-heart surgery. And when I woke up, I couldn't feel my hand, and I couldn't talk because they had a tube down my throat. And when you uh, have that kind of surgery and they put one of those incubators in you, I think that's what they call them, you don't, when they pull the tube out, you can't just breathe normally again, even if you've only been out for eight hours. Um, it takes weeks to get your lung function back. But also, it took me about six weeks to get the feeling back in this hand, so I wasn't sure if I was going to play guitar again. Uh, but after I regained my lung function and my, my feeling in my hand, I wrote this song. <clears throat> They tried to take me back in the summer of 13. They opened up the gate. I told them I'd be late. This always happens. All right, what is it? Damn. Usually if my dad's in the crowd, he can help me. Man, that's embarrassing. Huh? He might be. If you're on there, Dad, type something. <laughs> Man, maybe I should just do a different song. Yeah, it's not coming back. That's happened to me like four times in my long career, and it's always on this song. <laughs> Do you think there's something like important about that song that makes I'll say this. This is a good story. So one day I'm singing this song at a house show in Dallas and uh, some of my one of my childhood friends is um, sitting not too far from me. And uh, so I get to the chorus and I look up and this is a guy that I played football with and he's a big tough guy. And I look up and he is bawling. I was playing this show with Jamie Harris. She's sitting over here. And when I saw that, I lost it, and I just couldn't yeah. continue, and it, w it really choked me up. Um, that's not as, this is, right now isn't as cool as that story, because there's uh -huh. no particular reason why I think I forgot that lyric, because I just played this song. But uh -huh. yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, my mom loves the song. When she's at my shows, she wants me to play that song, which I can't understand, because it was a, definitely a hard time for her. Uh -huh. um, gosh, the lyric is right on the top of my tongue. Let me play something else. Is that all right? That's fine. Yeah. All right. So, Tom. <laughs> San Antonio, Texas. My buddy Ray Prim got me this gig when I first started out. And it was my first um, uh, solo uh, out of town gig where the crowd was not made up of all of my friends and family. And so uh, I went to this gig and uh, it really kicked me in the stomach because it was the first time I learned about being background music. So I have all these sad personal songs that I want to sing, and nobody cares because the Dallas game is on right behind my head. So if you ever go to this particular, there's a, a pizza joint in San Antonio, and it's across the street from 
uh, Sam's Burger Joint. So I won't name it, but if you ever go there, my soul is in the, in the corner of the room. guitar is in tune There's a chair and a tip jar In the corner of the room And that's where I'll pour my heart out To this drunken crowd so
they were, they'd know. If they were, they would know. They're all about you. Thank you. One more? All right. All right, give me a second here. I got a special, special song for you guys. You, you were saying earlier about um, how you didn't really consider yourself necessarily folk, and before that, like, ne you didn't consider yourself necessarily, I think it was Americana. Um, do you think you worry about those labels? I'm going to be a little therapist for a minute. Do you think you worry about those labels more than other artists, or are you just more candid about those I concerns? I think every artist that you ask will have the same response. They don't know what they are. Uh -huh. And we're always looking for uh, someone to tell us what uh -huh. we, what we, where we fit in, which, if there were record stores still, which uh, category are... CD would fall under. I don't think I worry about it more than any right. uh, next guy because you know we talk about this stuff when we're in our back cave, yeah. musicians' back cave. Cool. <laughs> um, that was just supposed to be like chat while you tune, but I think you're tuned up now, right? <laughs> I didn't mean to turn it into a whole thing. Are we good? Coach out in North Texas once gave me a call. Free education just to play ball. Hurt my knee in the playoffs, I'd be out through next fall. The coach out in North Texas stopped taking my calls. And I learned computer Landed a job Helped desk troubleshooter No, it didn't pay much But I was a trooper If I worked real hard I'd have a bright future Google once gave me a call I'd have a career with stock options and all There was one of the candidate degrees on a wall The recruiter at Google stopped taking my calls Then I moved to a town that is known for live music Learned a cover or two, I know how to do it Now I write my own songs, there's nothing
records once gave me a call I thought I'd made it but the deal fell apart Now there's holes in the bedroom walls and holes in the hall Capitol Records stopped taking my call That music firsthand, they gave me a call. Talk to Becky, Joe, and Claude and sing a few songs. I headed down I 35 to Ben White in Southburn. I'm at Tequila 512, quenching my thirst. That, that last stanza was really prophetic. That's just eerie. Um, all right, so uh, Becky, Becky Jo Neal um, is actually performing at um, uh, Esther's Follies right now, which I didn't kill her, she, if you're watching on Facebook. Um, she's there performing right now. She's there all the time. Uh, so I'm taking over for the last leg. Uh, I like to do a little segment called Claude Goes on a Tangent. And sometimes it starts with trivia, like related to the artist. Um, I went on a special tangent because I don't know if y'all know this, but this last Sunday, September 16th, the entire nation of Mexico celebrated my birthday. Um, it's also Mexican Independence Day. Who's to say which one? But um, that and our location at Tequila 512 today, uh, I decided I was going to ask you some trivia questions about Mexico. Okay. Uh, you're not, so you don't win anything. I don't know. I just like researching trivia. Uh, so my first question, uh, the Mayans, one of the original civilizations in Mexico, they are known for being a very advanced and sophisticated civilization. What surprisingly effective yet juvenile weapon were they known for using in battle? Was it A, really obnoxious music, B, poop, C, throwing bugs? I want it to be poop. We all want it to be but poop, I, think I know. Maybe throwing bugs? That is the correct answer. They would throw hornet nests. Ouch. Nature's Molotov. That's <laughs> what I like to call it. Uh, my second question um, Pedro Jose Domingo de la Calzada Manuel Maria Luzcarain Paredes, as we all know, was the 34th president of Mexico. Exactly. Uh, exactly, yeah. What, uh, what historical record did his presidency set? Was it A, the shortest term a president ever served, B, the longest name a president ever had, or C, just generally considered the least attractive president ever? B. What was B? I wrote the damn the thing. I don't even know. Name. Longest name. It is actually A. He was oh. president of Mexico for one hour. Oh, nice. Uh, so, yeah. 
dreaming big right now. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, he actually, uh, there was a coup from a general who threw out the president. Uh, and Jose, or I forget which name was his first name. Pedro, we're on a first name basis, was the secretary of whatever who was uh. next in line. So to give it legitimacy, he got sworn in as president just so he could appoint that general as the secretary of whatever and then quit. Uh. Yeah, it was very Game of Thrones. Uh, I always <laughs> save the boring history for the middle question. My last question is... Uh, the Yucatan Peninsula got its name because Spanish explorers asked them what it was called, and the the Mayans there told them it's Yucatan. Uh, in the language uh, of Yucatec Maya, what does Yucatan mean? Is it A, please leave, B, I don't know what you're saying, or C, and you are... Mm. A? Please leave. Excellent guess. Uh, according to legend, it's actually, I don't know what you're saying. Mm. Uh, mm. Because the Europeans got there and were immediately the most obnoxious tourists ever. And that ends my segment. Claude ah. goes on a tangent. <laughs> nice. Uh, let me see what time is it. Uh, so, uh, like I said, Becky Jo Neal is performing at Esther's Follies all the time. Uh, I have a weekly show every eight at Hops and Grain Brewing, which is one of our sponsors. So, round of applause for them. Also, round of applause for my show that's there. Uh, 8 p.m. Hops and Grain, see me. And uh, what, what upcoming shows do you have? Um, really, the only one, I, I have some that are not on the calendar yet, so I can't announce them, but the. Uh, Dripping Springs Songwriters Festival is October 19th through the 21st. It's in Dripping Springs. It's on Mercer Street. They have like five or six different venues on Mer Mercer Street that you can walk to like two minutes apart. And so uh, there are like each show is like four or five uh, singer songwriters and they just do it in the round and then you go to the next show. Um, so it's free. I highly recommend it. It's one of my uh, favorite things to do every year. Um, October 19th October through 21st. October 19th through 21st. All right. Yeah. There's no Longhorn game that weekend, so um, just that's a good thing to mention for those that are planning. Excellent. All right. Facebook, thank you so much for joining us. We have one more song for the live audience here. So thank you, and thank you to our patrons. You can be a patron for as little as $1, so look it up at comediansinterviewingmusicians.live. Okay, head over to cimp.live and get your bonus videos, photos, merch, and more. And remember to give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. You can find all the full videos and past podcasts at musicfirsthand.live. Thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs>